0: Now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants?
1: The Derrieres.
2: Oh, yeah. The Derrieres. Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana
3: Show. The Derrieres are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists...
1: Elvis had the Jordaniers. These are the Derriers.
2: Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers.
1: Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Iles. I'm Leo Iles. And we are The Darriers. Darriers. And we're just doing what we do. I keep saying that, but that's what we do. Well, that's a, you know, when we don't do anything else, it's we hard to say anything different. We don't really hmm. have a life beyond this. I mean,
3: this is just it for us. <laughs>
1: kind of is. It yeah. kind of is. And, and it's not a bad life. No, it could be yeah. a lot worse. It could be worse. We could be actually doing real work. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And, well, we're, and we're not. Well, people ask us, they say, exactly what is americana music and that really i don't like i say i don't know why they ask us
3: because i feel uncomfortable but but here's the thing what we have had to come up with our own kind of a you know explanation true of what we thought it's it's kind of an opinion really it's it's kind of an opinion it's evolved into kind of position statement yeah
1: i mean our own definition our own definition yes yeah and we feel that it's music with distinctive american, american roots so yeah. boy is that a wide open you know definition right yeah there. much to uh um our pl- uh, uh, pleasure we yes. we usually need more you know more guidance than that's that. that's true yeah <laughs> but but no in this case i mean uh, it, it isn't just that fiddle and banjo music no no it's uh, not. It, it could be big band it could be rock and roll it could be slack key it could be country it could be uh, rock and roll. It could be swing. Uh, maybe rockabilly. It could be rumba. Oh, it could be rumba. Yeah. Uh, chicken scratch. <laughs> that cracks me up <laughs> when you suck chicken. It could be rhythm and blues. Uh, it could be red dirt. It could be mambo. Uh, Muzak. Has anybody said lounge? Uh, well, no. You Not just lately. Did. I just yeah. did. Okay. But you know what else it could be? It could be. Boogaloo. boogaloo We it's, like seeing boogaloo Yeah, and it, and it is boogaloo It uh, is On the Americana Road Show.
3: It's amazing how much
1: boogaloo music is
3: actually out there
1: Oh, yeah And the format of the show is that uh, each week we show up with a virtual fistful of tunes that, Exactly That we have not yet disclosed to the other That's guy That's the only rule And um, we take turns starting the show And uh, this week it's an uh, odd-numbered show, uh, episode 165 That's true And oddly enough, Leo Oddly enough You get to start <laughs>
3: Okay, I don't know how I got. I, I think I must have been. I must have blinked the day we decided who was going to be, you know, doing odd or even. I don't know, Leo. It could be. Sometimes
1: you, things happen. There's this
3: band that keep popping up uh, on my radar, and I think you've heard of them, the infamous String Dusters. Oh yeah, those guys are, are, are crazy. Yeah, but they're also an incredibly talented group of guys, and I figured it's finally time to get them on our show because I don't think we've done that yet. No, we haven't. This is this particular. Remember uh, the discussion we had about that thing that um, that uh, John Hartford said about the lady came up to him and said, "I wish you'd play something I you know I know so i know if you were any good or not." Right? Exactly. Okay. Well, this song kind of falls in that category. Okay. They're doing a, a song that is just as well known as they come. Uh, it's a song called "Don't Think Twice." Oh, They're, sure. Bob Dylan, right? Mm-hmm. And they recorded a version of it in 2015. It's just it's just stellar. Uh, they recorded it on Sugar Hill Records, but the recording session was done live in the studio, basically like oh. a jam session. They're all sitting around in a circle, yeah, and talking about the song, and they kick it up. And every note you hear, it was played that at that time, which I really admire. That it's, well, I, it's, I do too. It's pretty good. So anyway, from uh, 2015, uh, we're going to kick it off with the infamous String Dusters playing uh, "Don't Think Twice." <laughs>
2: Wonder why babe It don't matter anyhow Windows rooster crows at the break of dawn Look out your window and I'll be gone You're the reason I'm a traveling on But only twice it's alright Your light The light I've never known And there ain't no use In a turning on your light, babe I'm on the dark side of the road Well, I wish there was something You could do or say To try and make me Change my mind and stay we never did Too much talking anyway We don't think twice It's alright In a calling out my name, cause I can't hear you anymore. I'm a sitting and a wondering, I'm a walking down the road. I once loved a woman, a child I'm told. I gave her my heart, but she wanted my soul. But don't think twice, it's alright.
3: I like kicking the show off that way. Oh, yeah, that's great. Kind of gets the energy up (laughs) a little bit.
1: You bet. That's a great tune, man. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I did, too. All right, Roger, it's your turn. Um, Okay, somebody we have not covered yet is a guy by the name of uh, Henry John Duchendorf, Jr. Henry John Duchendorf. Sounds kind of like uh, John Denver. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. His father was an airline pilot. Well, he was, but before that, he was a, a decorated Air Force pilot. That's correct. Yeah, and, yeah. and matter of fact, uh, I, I noticed that he set a number of airspeed uh, records in a Convair B fifty eight Hustler in nineteen sixty one. No kidding. Yeah. See, I didn't. I had no idea about yeah. that. Well, you know, I, I didn't either. You know, and I want to give uh, our pal uh, <clears throat> Jim Bob Perry, uh, Sport and Fool, a mm-hmm. uh, credit on this. He he's the one that said, "Have you done John Denver?" And I yeah. said, "No, we haven't." Now I have to admit. I'm not. I'm not a huge John Denver fan. Okay, you know. I mean, I just. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like him fine, but I never really followed him that much. But anyway, uh, it was an interesting deal. So he was a, a, a military brat, mm-hmm. and they traveled and moved and all that kind of stuff. And he was pretty introverted and had a hard time fitting in. And they ended up at Maxwell Air Force Base in Montgomery, Alabama, um, and uh, and then they moved to to. to uh, Uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and he graduated from Arlington Heights High School. He started going to college, and and, uh, actually, I take that back. His third year of high school, he was really distressed, so he drove his father's car to uh, California to visit family, friends, and begin his music career. Just like that. Uh, And yes, his father then flew to California in a friend's jet to retrieve him. (laughs)
3: I guess you could do that,
1: right? I guess you could. And, and reluctantly, he returned to complete his schooling, so he did do that. Uh, you know, the guy is, uh, at age 11, his uh, mother, a grandmother gave him an acoustic guitar, and he started kind of playing in clubs and stuff. Um, he ended up in, in uh, bands, but then he decided to just, you know, go out on his own. of course, the guy, you know, uh, uh, he recorded and released about 300 songs, about 200 which he composed. Thirty-three albums. I mean, you know what he did was incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So, in in researching this, uh, you know, I I was—I think we both like to go back to the roots, right? And 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 I found there was a super rare nineteen sixty-six mono first LP uh, that was the first recording he ever did. Oh, really? It was self-produced, and uh, he 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 printed two hundred fifty copies, which he gave to friends and relatives as Christmas gifts. So Hmm. he had a little bit of help on it. Let's see here. Uh, bass guitar uh, was a guy, uh, Paul Prestopino, and lead guitar, Bob Heffron. But um, there are 12 cover versions and then one original tune. Okay, and, and man, I wanted to do one of the cover versions because it's uh, the blues. My naughty sweetie gave to me. <laughs> yeah, and that's he really good. kills. Uh, it's a great tune. But I thought we ought to give the uh, uh, original one a listen, and then I want to talk real briefly about it when we're done. Okay, uh, from John De- Jam- John Denver sings 1966. Babe, I hate to go.
4: All my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. I'm standing here outside your door. I hate to wake you up to say goodbye. But the dawn is breaking. It's early morning. The taxi's waiting. He's blown his horn. Already I'm too so lonesome I could die. So kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you'll wait for me. Call So many times I've played around I'll tell you now, they don't mean a thing Every place I go, I'll think of you Every song I sing, I'll sing to you When I come back, I'll bring your wedding ring So kiss me and smile for me I'll be on my way. Dream about the days to come when I won't have to leave alone. About the times I won't have to say. Kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you'll...
1: To go. Hear that 12 string. Yeah. And that's the song that eventually became Leaving on a Jet Plane. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was a uh, guy by the name of Milt Oaken. Who produced uh, records for the Chad Mitchell Trio and Peter Paul and Mary he had become Denver's producer. Right. He took it to Peter Paul and Mary, of course, they turned it into number one hit. Yep. You know. Wow. So that's how about very, that. That's very cool. Well, thanks, uh, Jim Bob Perry. I appreciate that tip. And uh, Leo, it's back to you. Guy named Leon Roger Payne, P A Y N E. He
3: okay. was born in 1917 and he was called uh, the Blind Balladeer for a reason. <laughs> he was blind in in one eye at birth, right? Okay, and he lost the sight in the other eye in early childhood. Oh wow! So now we're you know he's totally blind. Anyway, he began his music career in the mid nineteen thirties and uh, played a variety of musical instruments in public. And he later performed at uh, KWET radio in Palestine, Texas. That started in about nineteen thirty five or so. And then he also had a step playing with Bob Wills. Oh wow and the uh, texas playboys now i'm i 'm featuring him for a reason because I want to do a song that he was famous for that he wrote a beautiful song, and then i want later on I want to do another song that he wrote uh, performed by another person okay and the contrast between the two is more or less very weird wow all right i, I 'm intrigued now, now one of the songs he he 's one of the best known for um, he, first of all, I should say he wrote hundreds of songs okay. Right? And uh, he's best known for uh, the song that he wrote that I'm going to play today. It's called I Love You Because. But he also wrote uh, the song called Lost Highway, which was a song made famous by Hank Williams in 1949. And, uh, you know, but his his version of the song I'm going to play was the only version of this song that did so on his own behalf. All right. So he recorded this in uh, 1949. And uh, the song is called. I love you because
0: I love you because you understand it. Every single thing I try to do. To lend a helping hand, dear Most of all, I love you cause you're you No matter what the world may say about me I know your love will always see me through of all. I love you, Carl. style or season i know your heart will always be true i love you for a hundred thousand reasons
3: That's on from my childhood, man. That's a great tune. It is a great tune. And like I said, I'll circle around back here after a bit. Okay, oh, on that one. Okay,
1: sorry. and but you know what? What? Uh, we're out of time for this. You segment. know,
3: we've just blown through this we first have, segment, yeah. man. This has been fast.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, and uh, so this is uh, where, of course, tomorrow's moving day. Uh, uh, so I we know have where to go this. police the area. Yeah, call the police, and, and uh, we have to uh, clean the, the, the cap box cat for
3: Ardmore. Box. The, it's okay, uh, buddy. We're yeah, going to clean that. We get it
1: to it every time. Every time. And, and of course, uh, we have to check that. Left left or inside inside duel duel. Oh, I think it's your turn Uh, You know what? It's an odd-numbered show Uh And uh, I lucked out uh, last week Because Jason was here and he he did it He did it kind of uh, metaphysically He did, yeah but uh, I don't think you've got that worked out yet. I don't. No. Uh, apparently. So I think you have to do it physically. Well, you got to owe me one here. Oh, okay. <laughs> or, or, or somebody whatever. is. Yeah. Maybe Jason does. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know. <laughs> he did his job. Fine. Okay. I can do this. We'll, we'll work it out. Okay, fine. Okay, well, we'll be back here in just a few. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. USA.
5: Falstaff, the clear beer from St. Louis... Brings you cream from London.
1: You know, we don't say this enough, but uh, that Brad Kozlowski, he really knows what he's talking about. He knows about. what he's talking about, yeah. yeah. You know, uh-huh. I mean, it's important to, to check your tire pressure. your tires, yeah. Yep. I mean, for everybody. 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 Uh, speaking of that, yep. uh, how was the left rear inside duel? Two pounds down. Again. Again. Now, listen,
3: after that experience we had with Jason, I yes. wasn't sure what to expect.
1: I, did, I I don't either. But there's some comfort in the fact that it was two pounds down. That's true. For I me, mean,
3: if it had been over overinflated again, that would have freaked me
1: out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That was a weird episode. Yes, I think we'll yes, just it chalk was. it up to that. Yeah, I think we need yeah. to do that. Well, that's good. Okay. Well, you know, uh, people ask us, they say... Dairy you know what is your deal, really? I mean, you're traveling across this great country of ours in this old r v yes and and why well but what's so weird about that? It seems perfectly normal to us well, it kind of does you, you know. know and and the fact is, I mean, we're doing this radio show, but, yeah, but unlike our compadres on truckers radio u s a they have these things called. Ranches. ranches, that's true, and yeah And they get to do their show from the relative comfort of their ranch
3: Especially when, you know, if the weather's bad or whatever, yeah. you know They just stay at home, do their yeah. show Put on know. their fuzzy slippers Fuzzy slippers, Come right. hot cocoa There you go You know, pumper, uh-huh. peppermint patty, Peppermint maybe. patty, maybe. Peppermint, yeah Who knows uh-huh. about
1: that I mean, what? for instance, Rex Allen Jr., he has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch Where's that, Roger? Well, Leo, that's in the... Dos Cabezas, Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains Yes it is uh, Alan Gailey Has the Swing and Gate Ranch Out in western Kansas Yes he does We've been there Some time ago We have Oren Friesen Who is the human footnote Of the Derriers, He never misses a lick and He never does He uh-uh. just got back to us uh, A week ago On, right. on the show uh-huh. uh, Of course he has The Rock and Banjo Ranch There in central Kansas Right We've been there Been there And you know We were whining To our pal Suzanne About the fact That we didn't have a ranch And she said Oh you, oh,
0: know, you guys You guys She
1: said Look at it this way I, She's kind of a Psychiatrist, she back is back.
0: like, yeah, she's, she's reading she into her heads, yeah. yeah she got, and head. she said,
1: "Oh, this will get him." Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you know, look at it this way: you've got the entire continental United States, right, border to border, ocean to ocean. Mm-hmm. You could say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. That's true. And you ride that range in your RV called.
6: Rally,
1: Sweet Rosie. Yeah, Rosie gets us there. She
3: does. She treats us pretty well. Yeah. Very dependable. You betcha. Yes. Now, where were we, Roger? I think we were talking about... um, I think it's my turn. I think it is, too. Yeah. I should write that down as
1: we're going. Uh, Yeah, but uh, you get distracted pretty easily. Oh, I
3: don't like airing up the tire. I know. And I don't like thinking about it, and I just kind of blank everything out. I
1: I, I understand. So now we've established it's your turn. Yes, it is. Okay. I understand. It doesn't mean I have compassion for you. (laughs) No, you have no compassion (laughs) whatsoever. (laughs) Okay. I've got a little story about um, uh, history and discovery, maybe. Okay. Uh, So uh, uh, in high school, uh, I owned two or three Frank Zappa albums. Yes. Uh, Absolutely free is one of them. And the other one I owned was Burnt Weenie Sandwich. Okay. Uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. That was in 1970 that came out. Yep. And there was a song on there that uh, that I liked, but it didn't necessarily sound like a, a typical Frank Zappa song, and it was WPLJ, okay, okay uh-huh. White Port Lemon Juice, mm-hmm. okay. So okay, you get pretty
3: obscure. Even people that know Zappa may not be able to dig that deep, but
1: okay, go ahead. But yes, I get it. Well, it, it brings me to uh, within the last couple of weeks, uh, I was. <laughs> perusing uh, all the different places I have her music. And I ran into that song. Really? White Port Lemon Juice uh-huh. by the original um, guy that did it, which was Lord Luther and the Four Deuces. Now,
3: wait a minute. This uh-huh. wasn't an original Zappa tune?
1: It was not.
3: I didn't know that. I thought it was an original.
1: No, it wasn't. As a matter of fact, I'm going to jump ahead. Uh, we covered Zappa in episode 28. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into him a lot. They can go listen to that but he his version was both a satire and an homage to the original and zappa has conceded admiringly that he could not have written a song any more absurd
3: okay
1: now that's high praise that's from Frank zappa say. that's right up there <laughs> so i already buried the hook uh but let's talk about lord luther uh, he was born in, in in texas in 1938 and uh but then uh as a teenager they moved to california and um, a, he had early experience as a gospel singer, and he started to sing uh, R&B, and he fell in with a trio of older men stationed at nearby Fort Ord, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was in 1954, and they called themselves the Four Deuces. So uh, they, they went up to uh, Berkeley to audition for Music City, which is a music store and a fledgling record label run by black entrepreneur Ray Dobard. And um, and so Lord Luther had this song in his pocket. Okay. And so they, they auditioned it with this guy. And and, and he was uh, he said, yeah, the, the song is called uh, White Port Lemon Juice. He said, well, where'd that come from? And he said, well, it was inspired by a, a recent trip to check some rabbit traps with a friend. <laughs> and, and they stopped and got a bottle of white port wine and a can of lemon juice and mixed them together. And he said, check this out. It was cheap. So we could start drinking, and we called it WPLJ. Oh, so that's the story, right? Okay. So now Dobard, who is the record owner and, and, and producer, he recognized it. It was a catchy refrain, and, uh, and he thought, man, th- this could really strike a chord with the black community. Uh, uh, well, it did, but it also hit on R&B station and became very popular with white teens. Oh,
3: no. Yeah.
1: And a matter of fact, uh, it even inspired a jingle for a white port distillery, Italian-Swiss Colony. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's really twisted. Yeah, it really is. Now, Lord Luther, uh, he went on to to record by himself, and he really never uh, had that much more fame, although he he played and sang all of his life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway... So it inspired me, and guess what I did? What? I oh. put together a mix-up up. Okay. of the two tunes. Right, okay. okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so uh, it it it's actually pretty cool. The original is in the key of C, and Zappa did it in A, and, and that really kind of works for me. Uh, so this is uh white port lemon juice uh, mix-up by Lord Luther and the four deucers. There theirs was nineteen fifty-six and Frank Zappa from nineteen seventy.
5: Well, I said W LJ, it really tastes good to me. Oh, 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 LJ, oh, why don't you take a drink with me? It's a good, good wine, it really makes you feel so
6: fine, so fine, so fine. I said W.
5: said please 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 give us some more white bottle and the chief you So fine. I've got plenty of love and I've got plenty wine. White port lemon, oh, 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 lemon juice. White port lemon juice. White port lemon juice.
1: Man. I'm having a flashback, man. Oh man, I'm sitting sitting in my room back at the farm upstairs and on my little <laughs> Philco uh, turntable with the little speakers on it. It's Amazing. Great time, yeah. Wow. I haven't well, heard that for a long time. All right. Well, that was some fun, I think. Okay. Well, Leo, I think it's back to you. Okay. Uh
3: last segment. I I, I bought this guy named Leon Payne. Yeah. All right. And I talked about how he was a prolific songwriter and he wrote a lot of beautiful music you know, that was made popular not only by himself but other players as well. But he did write one song that is really kind of way off the beam. Okay. Right? And we kind of ran across it when we were working on our, our Halloween show, right? Okay. But it, I, couldn't, I couldn't help but make this comparison between these two pieces of work. So uh, one of the other songs, he was, um, it was recorded in 1973... And uh, it was recorded by a guy named Jack Kittle, all right? Jack Kittle. Kittle. Uh, okay. K-I-T-T-L-E, Jack Kittle. And it was one of those songs that was a real sleeper. I mean, you know, until this guy recorded it. Now, what happened was, in 1973 in Muskegon, Michigan, uh, that he got this Jack recorded the song written, and it was written in the late 50s, right? Okay. And... Um, his more conventional works, of course, were recorded by people like Elvis, Johnny Cash, whatever. And at first, radio stations would not play this record. It's one of those. Boy, you've, you've got a whole fistful of I those don't you? I have a fistful of those things. <laughs> Love it. Well, the, 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 they basically said that the lyrics were just too controversial. And they are pretty weird. Okay. All right. Then a Grand Rapids disc jockey gave it some airtime on an underground show. Okay, yeah, which I remember was very those popular days. Popular back in those days, right? Sure. And this song called Psycho. Became an instant hit Wow so, so it's a very weird song But it it has a place in history right here So let's just have it right here 1973 uh, The uh, song is called uh, Psycho And the artist is Jack
7: Kittle This is an instrumental, isn't it? <laughs> okay Can Mary Fry some fish, Mama, I'm as hungry as can be. Oh Lordy, how I wish, mama, that you could keep the baby quiet, cause my head is killing me. I saw my ex again last night, mama. She was at the dance at Miller's door. She was with that Jackie White Mama I killed them both And they're buried under Jenkins' sycamore You think I'm psycho, don't you, Mama? Mama poured me a cup You think I'm psycho, don't you, Mama? You'd better let him lock me up Don't hand me Johnny's pub, Mama Cause I might squeeze him too tight I'm having crazy dreams again, Mama So let me tell you about last night I woke up in Johnny's room, mama, standing right there by his bed, with my hands around his throat, mama, wishing both of us were dead. You think I'm psycho, don't you, mama? I just killed Johnny's pup. You think I'm psycho, don't you, Mama? You'd better let lock me up You know that little girl next door, Mama I believe her name was Betty Clark Oh, don't tell me that she's dead, Mama Cause I just saw her in the park Sitting on a bench Mama Thinking up a game To play Seems I was Holding a wrench Mama And then my mind Just walked away You think I'm Psycho, don't you, Mama? I didn't mean To break your cup they come cycle don't you mom Oh mom why don't you get up
3: there you go there's your mur- murder ballot that's for a you. murder ballot for you that is definitely a murder ballot yeah. very creepy but got to be real yeah. popular there for a while so there you go go figure. All right, Rog, what do you got? I'm going to get us out of this. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: it's a good idea. Uh, you know, one type of music I do not think we've covered is cha-cha. I don't think specifically, so. Specifically, right? No, I, I think you might be right. Okay, well, this is a guy named Jan August. And uh, he was born um, in 1904, uh, American pianist and xylophonist. And his big hit was a version of Miserloo in 1947. That's a very popular song. Right. A lot of
3: people did it, yeah. He was
1: self-taught, and he began his uh, career at age 17 in Greenwich Village, and he had uh, several hits that kind of blended classical and Latin beats. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a big thing back then. Uh, but he was discovered in 1946 in New York City nightclub by an executive for Diamond Records, and he was so eager to have August with his label that he wrote the recording contract on one of the club's tablecloths. Oh, really? <laughs> That's a great one story. of those. Huh? So um, uh, he played for the his hit for the press photographers' ball in Washington D.C. in 1947, and in turn Harry Truman responded by playing the Missouri Waltz for him. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, it's kind of neat. So, this is from an album called The Piano of Jan August. It features uh, Tony Patola, Eddie Layton, and Terry Snyder, the Boogie Woogie Cha Cha. We haven't done cha-cha No we haven't That's a total
3: Opposite end Of the bookends To a you know, the song I played before
1: uh, well, yeah, about, uh, By design By design I, I might add Yeah, just brought us out, yeah. of, the, out of the bog That's right <laughs> uh, And it was a, it was a nice uh, uh, opportunity for us to break out the Carmen Very Miranda so. hats again Very much so, Yeah. But I think we probably ought to uh, put them away before we go This is the, the part you where think? we go do the apologetic beer run Yeah, uh-huh. And after that dance, we probably really need to probably beef it up yeah, a little bit Yeah, that
3: might have been a little weird yeah. People don't know us, you know yeah, that's like, true It's normal for us
1: well, I guess so, yeah Yeah so okay. we'll take that, and 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 we've got a special beer this time. We do have a very special beer. Yeah, give it a listen. Falstaff,
5: the clear beer from St. Louis, brings you cream from London.
3: It's what we do best. It's inevitable. It is. That's what we do. We have to. Yeah, that's what we are.
1: Well, uh, you know, Leo. In, in my excitement, I think to get to my mix-up, yeah, uh, I neglected to uh, tell people where we're broadcasting from. This I way. wasn't
3: going to say anything. I mean, uh, I figured. Well, you, you didn't,
1: know. obviously. Obviously not. Yeah. yeah. But since you brought it up, well, we are broadcasting from uh, Hiawatha, Kansas, at uh, Jason's uh, recommendation. Right. We did not throw a dart to get right. here. We just we, we were just doing the Halloween here. thing. Not long it of a, a drive. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it was yeah. pretty close. It was fine.
3: Yeah but he specifically mentioned that there was a um, uh, a particular oddity yes uh that we should check out which and we did <laughs> we did yeah it, and it is it's very strange it's man it's very particular it's very it's very very particular it's a it's called the Davis Memor- Memorial right mhm and it's got quite a history to it. Uh, it it's 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 in the middle of nowhere kind of it's a nice little town and everything and then you got this massive and very extravagant uh collection uh-huh. of statuary and, right. you know, and columns and everything. But it, it, this guy, John Milburn Davis, erected this memorial to the sacred memory of his wife, Sarah, uh, when she died in 1930, right? Mm-hmm. And he almost immediately commissioned the work to begin. So these are life-size Italian marble statues. Yes. I mean... I know, yeah. It's very, very impressive. But uh, he, he basically moved out there in 1878, and um, he they lived pretty much frugally until his wife died. And then all of a sudden he became a huge spender. And <laughs> yeah. he, he removed that they had a little uh, headstone uh, on his wife's grave that said, Davis. Uh-huh. He took that off and away he went. Yeah. And um uh, in a few years, eleven marble or granite statues were positioned beneath the canopy of this thing or surrounding it. And these included an empty overstuffed chair, a winged angel version of Sarah in prayer, and figures of Davis without his left hand, which he had lost to infection.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just wow. it, it gets weirder. Yeah, weirder. I, I mean, it's very detailed.
3: Well, and here's the other thing, too. Th- th- this was during the Depression. And people were really, um, you know, judgmental about it. They said, why is he spending all this money on this stuff when he could do stuff like build a library or a swimming pool or... You know, and yeah. his his attitude was pretty much, "Hey, it's my money, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and, yeah. and I'll spend it any way I want." You know, yeah. Well, what came out after his death was kind of interesting. Is that uh, what he had never told anybody uh, is that he had been very quietly donating a lot of money? I mean, in the thousands, in the tens of thousands, if not more. Which was back in the '30s. Back in the '30s, yeah. in small amounts. A mm-hmm. few hundred dollars here and there, but he really spread it around to people that needed it, right? Right. So we'll give him a bit of slack on that one. Yeah, but, yeah. But anyway, I'm kind of glad we came here. I, I, I've i lived in Kansas all my life and didn't mm-hmm. know about
1: this place. you so, true, yeah. You know.
3: but, so there you go. Thanks uh, Thanks for that heads up, buddy. Yeah, thanks,
1: Jason. We appreciate
3: We'd it. We appreciate it.
1: Well, you know, the other thing we do uh, at this segment is that uh, we like to just... Get down and beg people. Oh, yeah, that's what we yeah, do. Yeah, to go to our website, We're Mighty Fine Beggars. Well, we put a lot of time into them. And, uh, we, you know, it, 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 of course, the one for this show is... TheDerryers.com. The that's correct. And we implore you, don't forget... The... the. It's a tiny word but it's the most important.
3: That's our public service statement right there. Uh,
1: if you forget it, you'll never forget it. You never forget it again. again. No. Yeah. Nope. It's and, a shocker. And of course the website for the band is Well that's
3: threetrailswest.com com with the number 3 there on the front. Uh-huh. And if you go there you'll find a lot of information about the band, you'll find photographs and we have a nice little mercantile going there. Yeah. We got stickers and t-shirts. Uh, t-shirts and our albums CDs, are there. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of stuff going on well, there.
1: You know, if you go to either of those websites, you're going to find a lot of Content. content that's true and if you check it out we're pretty sure you will be contented, contented
3: but boy there's so much you could become confused, confused. in which case you should just contact, contact us. us right we'll walk you through it
1: yeah there's contact us tabs on both sites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses what's yours roger well leo mine is roger no d of course at dot com, and mine is leo also no d as it turns out of course at the com. right uh, you know, uh, the other thing you can do is if you go to com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab. From there, you can listen to any of our past episodes. That's correct. Or download them and listen to them at your leisure.
3: Preferably while wearing your
1: leisure, leisure suit. suit. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. And if you do that, take a picture. We'll send you a prize. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh,
3: excuse me. I got a little yeah. throat in my frog here.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, you know, the other thing you can do is you can now find any of our past episodes on... Spotify, Spotify, which I know Spotify. you love. Oh, I
3: love Spotify. Yeah, but it's and on it's, several platforms. Yeah, yeah, but I guess Spotify, I mean, yeah. it's so easy but to it's find. also on it's Stitcher. S P O T I Spotify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: it's on TuneIn.
3: I suppose so. Yeah. Who knows? I it's wouldn't a, know.
1: It's on it's, app, Amazon Music. But Spotify is right there. Which yeah. I, mean, I know you love that. I but love it's that also part. on iHeartRadio.
3: Yeah, iHeart, too mm-hmm. But I love Spotify. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, as our good buddy Mike Carr says Go nowheres, without the Dairy Airs. And
3: we appreciate it, Mike. Thank you, Mike. He's, he, yeah. he appreciates our efforts. Yeah, at least somebody does. Somebody does. Yeah. He may regret becoming this closely associated I, with it before a while. Well, long. most people do. Yeah, I yeah. suppose so.
1: Well, Leo, I think it's over to you. I
3: think this is a referral. We talk about Jason a lot, but I think this is a referral for him. I'm not sure, Okay, because uh, I, I, we've been, we're getting so much stuff here lately. Uh, this is a song. Now, I don't know which one of these to do. To be honest, there's two of them here. Uh, it's this band called The Five
1: Blobs. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a Jason. I'm recommendation. pretty sure that's a Jason. Oh yeah.
3: And uh, it, what happened was, it was an American. Uh, it was just a, a group of studio musicians that was put together in 1958. Uh, the guys, uh, the band leader was named Bernie Ke- uh, Bernie Knee. Okay. And the ensemble that became the Five Blobs was assembled in Los Angeles, California, for the express purpose of recording the Blob, the song called the Blob. Which was a title song for the Steve McQueen film, The Blob. Okay. Right? Now listen, Dad took me to see that movie in really? the theater in Lacrosse, Kansas. Wow. Scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> and as it turns out, it had the same effect on a lot of other people. Wow. But the song, get a load of this, the song was written by Burt Bacharach. Oh, right? really? And Mac David, which was Hal David's brother. Okay, so, Mac
1: Davis? M- no,
3: no, Mac, Mac David Mac- Oh, okay da- Mac David Okay So, you know, so, it's, you know it's, Wow I, it, Yeah, these two guys Collaborated on this song And so there's a prominent Saxophone part and everything And it was released On Columbia Records And became a hit <laughs> it, it peaked at number thirty three on the Billboard Hot 100 in November of nineteen fifty eight. Well, that's pretty good for the blob. Yeah, and there's some other stuff. The back, the backside, which is a song, uh, the flip side, uh, was a song that was called uh, "Saturday Night in Tijuana," which turned out to be a big Halloween hit. Which we okay. we'll put that in that sack and save it for yeah. next year. You know, anyway, uh, it's a it's it's got kind of a weird backstory. It was about as weird as it gets. But here here we go. These are the five blobs. From the top of your guggle to the bottom of your zooch.
2: From the top of your goggle to the bottom of your zooch, I love you. I love you. From the tip. Tuppy to the middle of your gooch I need you I need you Now the goggle is the hair On your pretty little head And the zooch is your tiny little feet
7: The toppy is the tip Of your fingertips And the gooch is your lips so sweet How thrilling can you be
2: Each time you dance with me From the tip of your tippy to the middle of your gooch, I love you. I love you.
7: Tuppy is the tip of your fingertips, and the gooch is your lips so sweet. How thrilling can
1: you be? Each time you dance with me. Your oh so heavenly.
2: From the top of your goggle to the bottom of your zooch, from the tip of your tuppy to.
3: Wait for it. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> I'm not sure, but yeah, I had to play that man. That, that, ah, that's that, good. That, that's way off. I mean, of that's there. not
1: good, but it's, uh, it's appropriate. It's appropriate. Yep. Yeah.
3: Okay. All right, Raj, What do you got?
1: Well, when I was uh, uh, listening to Cha Cha, I ran across another guy. Uh, his name is uh, his name is uh, Louis Ferdinand Bush, but he was known as Joe Fingers Carr. Okay. Okay. And um, uh, he, he, he played ragtime mostly, but um, he kind of uh, bounced around. He did a lot of different things, um, served in the Army, and then he came back and got into music. And uh, one summer, he played for singer Joe Stafford okay, and, and sure. conductor Paul Weston, who we've talked about, mm-hmm. on the hit record Ragtime Cowboy Joe. Yep. And the success of that record uh, uh, encouraged him and the label to release his own original singer, single, which was Ivory Rag. So he kind of did good. But uh, here's one that uh, this will reach out to our buddy Jason, who featured <laughs> uh, Melton Delug. Right. Remember that? I do. And, and uh, he collaborated with him on a song, Roller Coaster, which became the closing theme to the TV panel show, What's My Line? Okay, yeah. And then the last thing about him was um, he became the musical force behind the comic singer Alan Sherman. And, right. And Alan Sherman uh, credited him as Lou Bush, B-U-S-C-H. He put a C in it because he said... It, it would look much fancier with a C in it. <laughs> so this is off of his album, Plays the Classics. In 1956, Joe Fingers Carr playing Hungarian Dance Number no. 5. <laughs> Hi, we Leo. are totally out of time. Yeah, we got to figure out what we're doing here. Uh, Whose th- turn is it? Uh, th- Let's see. It's, it's your turn to. Um, I got to You throw the dart. I'll get the map.
3: Okay, go get the map.
1: Got it.
3: Go like a ride bar. Sorry, uh, okay. It.
1: okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, you get the dart. Dart spoon Excuse drawer me. two. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Get in the circle. You're going to turn around three times. You ready? I am ready. One, One two, two, three. three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Oh. oh, we went up and way up east, uh, way Vermont. East.
3: Yeah, Vermont. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah that's the a, that's weird
1: town. Here's the weird town uh, names in Vermont. Okay, here. Uh, so pick one. Um, uh, I've got it. I've got it. Oh, here it is, South Hero. South hero, Vermont. Vermont. Well, that's where we're going. South hero, Vermont. Okay. Well, um, all right. Well, we'll do that. It's been a weird show, and (laughs) I'm sure it'll be a weird one up there. Very weird. Uh, We'll get up there. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Truckers Radio USA. USA. And
3: remember to look out behind you.
1: It's the The derriere. Derriere.